Good morning. It is Thursday. I'm Justin Bull and for Aaron Allen. And this is The Rundown. Tensions rose in the city council yesterday about the city's response to the influx of migrants and asylum seekers. The Chicago Tribune reports that a block of older persons are trying to force a special city council meeting on the crisis. They're citing a number of issues, conflicts between migrants and residents, the disruption to park district programs, the lack of transparency over spending, next year's Democratic National Convention, and the fact that hundreds of migrants are still living on police station floors. Several progressive alderpersons joined Jeanette Taylor of the 20th Ward in calling for the special session. We'll keep an eye on developments to this story. Another male lifeguard at the Chicago Park District has been accused of misconduct and fired. My colleague Dan Mihalopoulos says that a new report from the Inspector General at the Park District describes a disturbingly familiar situation to the lifeguard abuse scandal at the city's public beaches and pools two years ago. Back then, dozens of accusations of sexual harassment, abuse, and assault resulted in the resignations of the Park District CEO and board president, as well as promises of reform. But this new IG report says, last summer, a male lifeguard, quote, inappropriately touched an underage female program participant and was fired. The matter was referred to police and child welfare authorities. A man who admitted to supplying a gun that was used to murder a seven-year-old Chicago girl will not serve any prison time. According to the Sun-Times, Eric Keyes told federal agents he purchased and then illegally sold a 40 caliber Glock pistol that was later used to kill seven-year-old Jaslyn Adams. Keyes was sentenced to probation earlier this month. It is kind of crazy that it's that light of a sentence. That's John Tay Adams, the father of the slain seven-year-old. John Tay was injured in the 2021 shooting that killed his daughter. Adams told my colleague Patrick Smith that ultimately he doesn't have a problem with the lack of prison time if Keyes didn't know the gun was going to be used in a shooting. If he was just involved in something at the wrong time, I pray that he learns from it. I pray that he understands the severity of what this has done to our family. Three men were charged with Jaslyn's murder and are still awaiting trial. Officials with FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, toured parts of the city of Cicero and nearby communities yesterday to assess the damage caused by those heavy rains back in early July. My colleague Michael Puente reports that officials received some 18,000 reports of flooded basements and other damage from residents in Cicero, Stickney, Berwyn, and parts of Chicago's Austin neighborhood. The tour was to determine if the area is eligible for federal assistance. But the Region 5 administrator for FEMA, Tom Sivak, says aid is not guaranteed, so residents need to clean up their properties. Residents should not wait to clean up and should not wait for a possible federal assistance to begin your recovery. We want you to take pictures. We want you to share your information of what took place, and we want to make sure that you work with your insurance companies. Please do not wait. Officials say assessment teams do not have to visit every damaged home to make a final determination for eligibility. And now for a few quick hits. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a measure yesterday aimed at solving homelessness. The plan aims to increase cooperation between the state agencies that are tasked with things like expanding affordable housing and homeless youth services. 
Urban Prep Academies, a once-lauded charter school that caters to black male students, won the right to continue operating its two campuses during the upcoming school year. The Sun-Times reports that yesterday a judge rejected Chicago Public Schools' plans to take over those campuses. And rabid bats have been found in the Chicago area, according to reporting from WGN. The Illinois Department of Public Health said that 27 rabid bats have been reported so far this year, with several of those in the Chicago area. The agency says a bat is more likely to be rabid if it is active during the day, found on the ground, or unable to fly. They recommend vaccinating your pets, and if you are exposed, seeking medical care immediately. Mainly sunny today. It's a little milder than yesterday, with high temperatures in the low to mid-80s near the lake. But it remains hot and humid, especially inland, out in the neighborhoods. And that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Justin Bull. Aaron's back tomorrow. Have a great day.